episode of Fireside Reviews. Uh, I'm Cam. I'm Madden. I'm Thomas. I'm Mr. Dixon. And I'm Miss Mitchell. And Mr. Sheehy has just walked in the building. Yeah, uh, wait. Hi, I'm Mr. Sheehy. Oh, wait, sorry, your microphone wasn't on. But now it is. Hi, I'm Mr. Sheehy. Hello, Mr. Sheehy. Hello, Madden. Today's topic is, uh, is Star Wars sci-fi or fantasy. This shall become a heated debate. It'll also turn into what's the line between sci-fi and fantasy, because that's a necessary topic. Is there a line? Do we have to have a line? Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a very thick and very fuzzy line where it's like a gradient, because you can have both. Maybe there's not a line at all. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe it's a continuum. There is a point where sci-fi becomes fantasy. Is there a point where fantasy becomes sci-fi? Oh, yeah, like Breath of the Wild. You got the... uh, Sheikah technology. But you have well, that's the classic like fantasy trope. It's like, oh, it's fantasy. Also, we have robots. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, here's fantasy. Also, there's like uh, sci-fi technology. It's just here. Like, uh, you know, we're Magic. Fi- we're fighting goblins. Also, that's a giant robot we're fighting too now. Uh, hmm. It's just here. It's and, made by magic. Or sometimes it just exists. Yeah. Well, so the, I, I think you might need to define science fiction then, because I think fantasy is a little bit clearer. So then, what is your definition of science fiction? Is it robots? No, well, in today's science, explained science with a general continuity and uh, well, the easiest the easiest sci-fi to uh, like classify is the science fiction that is based off actual real-world science, like Jurassic Park was at the time, where it was a story written using, like, the actual science of the day, just speculating a bit, because that was easily science fiction because it was based off actual science we have. But what about, like, Star Trek? Because That's also sci-fi. Well, but it the science in it is so far ahead, the predictions of what was possible then, that they're only coming through now. Where's my replicator? We have better things than their communicators. Right. <laughs> the thing is, they Love have a, a constant system of science that remains and uh, the same throughout the entire series. But then Harry Potter is science fiction. No, but they define. But they each. define it as magic. It's, <laughs> it, it's a very. Like I said, it's a very. There's a flying car. It's a very thick <laughs> and murky line. Where you can't really get super good definitions. I also think we define science fiction completely wrong. Okay, what is your definition? Well, I guess I don't. I shouldn't say that. Well, My I, high school science fiction course teacher would tell you you're completely <laughs> wrong, and science fiction has got nothing to do with science. No, what does it have to do with then? He said the most the most perfect example of science fiction was uh, the Spider Man movie, the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man movie. Ooh, that's interesting. Oh. And then, and the, and the thing that blew me away was so why why did he think this was the yeah. height of science fiction? Does anyone have a guess? You just no. took this in a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So wait. here's what he said at the end of the movie. What happens? What at that? What do guys, no one knows? No one remembers. I what forgot. Happens. I've seen it. Okay. <laughs> so um, um Tobey Maguire, Spider Man, Peter Parker does not get the girl. He has to not have her. He like leaves her, and he goes to be a superhero. He makes the choice to be like, I can't, I can't have, I can't win in the end, right? I can't have like my happy life. I have to go be a superhero. He said that's what science fiction is. When you break the norm, when you change the way things are normally done, it's normal for the hero to get the girl in the end because that didn't happen. This is what my teacher, who taught science fiction, told us. So sci- science fiction's got nothing to do with science. It has to do with like breaking what is normal, breaking all of the norms. Sci-fi. Does it break the norms? Yes, all the characters died at the end. But or was that expected? But the problem is the entire rest of the franchise 
Han Solo got frozen in carbonite and taken away in the end. That was sci-fi or fantasy. I would argue that Star Wars is fantasy. At the very mm. least. I'm just going to need a definition first on, the, okay, first, on a science fiction versus fantasy. Let's take a look at the plot for the uh, for episode four. Four? Why can't we start with one? Can't we just call that Star Wars? Yes. The, I, I'm trying to avoid let's, the controversy just... of Star Wars A New Hope by calling it episode four. Oh, but it wasn't okay. called episode four. It was just called Star Wars. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we have the young knight who gets trained by a wizard mm -hmm. to go save a princess from an evil fortress. Mm -hmm. This is the most stereotypical uh, fairy tale plot you can get. And there's like... But he wins the day by flying his spaceship, shooting rockets into this other space station and destroys so it. So what you're saying is That's he rides That's the height his, of science fiction. He, what you're saying is he rides his horse with a lance towards the dragon and stabs it through the heart. But he didn't have a horse, a lance, or a dragon. He had a spaceship. <laughs> but in the end, he didn't get the girl. In, in the, the end, end the girl turned out to be his sister. That's he so didn't cool. get a girl, and he had to become a monk. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, everything in Star Wars is defined as... Science, but they're following a. But therefore, it there's breaks just the magic. Norm. You just have that everything is defined it's as it's because of magic. It's so not magic. The the other way you could think of Star Wars though magic. is it's is it's more Western mm. than mm. fantasy in some ways though. I mean, when you look at like the the archetypes of the characters, it's a total Western. Mm -hmm. I mean, even like Han Solo, he literally has like the Civil War pants mm -hmm. with the yellow stripe down into the the cowboy boots. And Fire 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 Fire. Fire. he's got Fire. that that slinger gunslinger thing. He's in the saloon. Like it's a total Western. It's right? it's Firefly, you know. Oh, I there it is. Ooh, well, it's breaking the, the norm is, because you don't have um, you don't have cowboys in Legend of Zelda. Breaking the norm is a horrible definition for science. I was gonna say, <laughs> do we all agree that my science fiction teacher was incorrect? Yes, yes. Like, okay, one hundred percent, definitely. All right, I would, you're gonna have to send this to him and be like, by the way. <laughs> so, so what? So then we need to define science fiction before sci we can answer this. I would say sci-fi. This has is what to you would say. We need to define a, it. What is the definition? I would say it has That's to have... That's your opinion again. What is the definition? <laughs> it oh, has Based a, on who? Right. Well, we're Thomas is going to give us Thomas based on Thomas. It has a constant science method, and each object has its own function, which it sticks exclusively to. Well, wait, like then like Star the... Trek does that. They, have, yes. they yeah. define their science, and it they works the same way every time. And it works. Like, so then we have to count way. Harry so Potter as So the superhero movies? No. Yeah. If yeah if they define their magic, and they define it in a certain <laughs> yeah. way, and it always works that but, way. Yeah. But if something explains it as like, explicitly magic, then it's magic. Like, you have to also call what you're doing science. Because that so point, magic can only magic be fantasy, and, well, and technology can only be science. Well, no, you can mix the two genres. That's the other right. like murky thing. You can have sci-fi fantasy where you have magic and technology, uh, but usually that lean, you know, leans one way or the other, and it depends how you integrate them with each other. If you have magic that just does, it's magic! At that and point, then, you have to have a hard magic system where you have yeah, defined sure. limits for your magic. Which is exactly what Harry Potter does, right? Lord of the Rings does yeah. not. Lord of the Rings is fantasy because God knows what Gandalf can do. Pretty much right. anything that Gandalf comes to Gandalf can mind. do whatever the hell Gandalf needs to do to make yeah. the plot right. happen. Whereas with Gandalf. Harry Potter, no, there is very clear Specific rules for yep. each thing. Yep. So and if there are clear rules that govern... Which the, just means it's well-written magic. Which makes it sci-fi. No. Okay. It means that it has a hard magic system, which means it's still fantasy. Thomas, your definition is also bad. Well, would you like a definition according to Merriam-Webster? Yes. Sure. Okay. Certainly. I happen to have a computer in front of me, so I can do that. <laughs> 
According to Merriam-Webster, the definition of science fiction is fiction dealing principally with the impact of actual or imagined science on society or individuals or having a scientific factor as an essential orienting component. That's a good definition. Okay. Science so can mean anything. So, But that we- means all the superhero mir- movies are science fiction. Matt, Not all of that? them. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean all of them. Doctor Strange has magic. Thor yeah, does not either. Oh, yeah, Thor. Actually, no, no. The, well, Thor is the it's, question. It's like is it mix. magic? I or think, is it tech? I think they Loki uses it. magic. I think they explain it as like Asgard uses technology that looks like magic to humans. Enter that Harry Potter is science yeah. fiction. Yep. Even they, they literally call it magic, and you just said it counts as sci-fi. No, I was saying Thor wouldn't count as sci-fi well, because... Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. It, I, I, it I would count it. as sci-fi because they specifically say that when Thor is using stuff, it's not magic. It's science that looks like magic. But they call it magic. Loki calls it magic. Loki I don't does. know what the hell Loki's doing. Loki <laughs> uses real magic. Loki does the trickster. The, the thing is, because MCU God. is confusing, because it has both. Like, it has some people who use science, like Iron Man, he does science to make his suit work, but then Doctor Strange uses the mystic arts, which are like... Which is just using the technology of the, the, you know... No, he uses his... he does funny hand things. He uses the Chinese... Inner energy spirit. He's got to hold upon the, the, world. The, the thing in his hand to open up that portal. But doesn't just use magic. He needs the tech to yeah, make it they, work. But they also okay, so he that, needs the stone to affect time. He needs the technology. WandaVision. <laughs> Wanda Maxwell specifically is a witch who uses magic. Yeah. It is not science. They say. How it's did she magic. get her power? All right. Can I throw out another term for you? No, she was a born witch. She, she's yes. a, she's a sorceress. Yes. No, Before they kill each other. Quick, quick, step in. Wait, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. We have to clarify the WandaVision thing. Like, no, she was not born with yes, it. Yes, they said she no. was, and they showed things I'm before sorry, she I've was exposed to science. I'm sorry, I've watched the MCU quite a bit. They, so have they, I. They clearly <laughs> explained that she was she was experimented on by Strucker with the Mind the magic Stone. first. They said it in WandaVision. Oh, that she and then had, he and then unre- he released it. Or made it stronger. No, like okay, something, he's right. I, I yield. Something <laughs> stupid. right. Yeah. I hate the plot of that show so much. I really but I didn't know that it makes no sense. Wait, wait, one division was arguably the best thing no. they've ever made. No, Loki oh, no. was Loki was ten times better. It was a little weird, but Loki was. I loved Loki oh. too. I oh, loved Loki. But one division was a jam. Wait, Cam, you hated one division? I hated the second half of one division. Like the the bunch of the first stuff was really well done, but then it. it you mean like you loved Bewitched, but you hate the MCU? I I I, I hated the uh, the part where you know they had like five episodes worth of stuff and they put it in two. And then they, they had like one episode of stuff and they stretched it over three. Sort mm. of true. Still, I think it was brilliant. Like, it was horribly it. paced and part of it was bad production and there was like one episode of just pure exposition which should have been spread. Bad. <laughs> we need to have a separate... We need. To I think this. this is a whole other conversation. This Thomas, this goes in the bucket. <laughs> right. <laughs> we have a bucket of topics that we pull from. Uh, we'll be pulling one next week's in a little while. Just, just um, so the, uh, <laughs> there's a term out there called speculative fiction. Mm. What? Uh, I know. Speculative speculative fiction. It's hard to say. Uh, but speculative fiction groups a lot of different types of fiction together. So that groups uh, fantasy, science fiction, horror, all of those things that are considered not realistic fiction. 
So something like the MCU could very nice and neatly get tucked under speculative fiction because that incorporates so many yeah, other yeah, things. Right. And one of the things you might also want to think about too is like there's subdivisions and subgenres of these genres. Mm. So you could have science fiction. Like I always thought of science fiction as any kind of story, fiction story that involves technology as the central key factor. Mm-hmm. Whether it's outlandish or not, that's another story. But and then under under that, you can break it down to like time travel science fiction. You could have more realistic mm-hmm. science, science fiction. fiction. You could have more of that like more ridiculous science fiction. Science fiction that you, leads more into like with fantasy yeah. where you mix the concepts. Artificial it's fine. intelligence. Really good. Alien invasions. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of different mm-hmm. kind of subcategories there. Doesn't it depend on time period? True. Somewhat. Well, yeah, a lot of older sci-fi stuff, like Jurassic Park, back in its day, that was a very, very well-written and realistic sci-fi, where it was written because at the time, we thought all of that was perfectly possible and plausible. Like, that was something we could have done. Now we know that a lot of the stuff that, like, you can't get DNA out of, like, amber or whatever. That's stupid. We can't do that. We provably cannot do that. But at the time, we thought we could. So that was, at the time, really good realistic sci-fi. But see, that's not even old. I was thinking, you know, we oh, go yeah. back and look at War of the Worlds. We go back and look at H.G. Wells stuff. We go back and look at, oh gosh, who's the author who did a lot of early short story stuff where he predicted... Jules Verne? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jules I mean, Verne. It goes, it goes back all the way to Edgar Allan Poe. And Jules Verne now, we read some of Jules Verne's stories. Some of them are still crazy. Oh, they're like super crazy and like crazy and weird. And like, you know, it's like we've been to the moon. We don't shoot just a gun at the moon. <laughs> right. <laughs> the NRA well, is doing moon landings at NASA. <laughs> Supposedly we've been on the moon. <laughs> oh, God, don't but start that. Yeah, at yeah, the time that's, it was. That's another topic. <laughs> Thomas the Bucket. Was moon, the moon landing, landing real or fake? <laughs> and we say the moon landing as if there was only one. <laughs> we did it a lot, right? Yeah. Um, we just only moved so, back to so, so Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars has to count. Well, first of all, Star Wars also takes place in the past. Yep. Um, in but, our galaxy, actually. No, in no. a galaxy a long far, time far ago, away. In a galaxy but no, far, well, far I suppose, away. I suppose. Um, but ET, who visit our planet, you see cre- ET creatures in, in the Star Wars universe. So clearly, they're like. An intergalactic spacefaring super civilization. I what is think that that's like true. Type four. Uh, yeah. So Jedi could be landing on our planet any day now. So. Yes. I don't think the Jedi have the tech to get themselves here. Um, it's the battle state galactic. I'm sorry. Why, why, why obviously do they lift. do? Y'all are. Y'all like, are talking how are like Jedi getting real. here? These, we're in different galaxies. They have ET. the tech to move around one galaxy, but galaxies from galaxies are even farther Otherwise, apart. Yeah. So they don't get the time or well, I mean, okay. yeah, the tech to, to get them, there. It's like if they have solar travel, it's probably not. Well, 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 maybe. They're not concentrating on it either, which is where I think the line comes for me in there. Of They just operate the stuff, the tech they have. They don't understand it. They don't explain it. They don't discuss it. That's fantasy. A lightsaber is just like a fancy sword that cuts people really well. Yeah. You know, it's a sword you can't block with anything but a lightsaber, basically. Yeah. Or Beskar steel or whatever. <laughs> like, or whatever. But, you know, it, it, it's functionally no different than like a metal sword. It just looks cool. Yeah. Well, it's functionally way different. It cuts through anything. No, not really. <laughs> but for the purposes of the story, like if you have the hero in a story with a sword, they're going to be using it to cut through all sorts of things. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. So, so it's like Wolverine's claws. For, for like the storytelling, there's not really much difference. Mm-mm. What purpose does the do these ships in Star Wars serve? Uh, Horses. 
Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> imagine instead of having spaceships, we just had ships over a sea with the different planets being different islands with, with what different... Case, what, are you, what, what, are you trying to, what are you trying to say? That the uh, technology is not integral to the plot. So, like, Star Trek is, is not sci-fi. It is. No, so Wait, but, but they're flying in spaceships, which could just be ships on the ocean sailing Well, they around. have their own technology system, right? That's what you were saying but earlier. But if Star yeah. Wars' Sci- technology Sci- system can be reduced down to ships on an ocean, then Star Trek's technology system can be reduced down to ships. Well, but a lot of Star Trek ships. plots take place entirely in space. It's people mm-hmm. fighting in space. People like a Which would be the equivalent of the open seas. Fair point. <laughs> uh, but they, don't they have like that uh, beam me up Scotty thing? I don't yep. know. I didn't watch uh, Star Trek, and right. I, I don't think uh, Pirates I can't believe are there. Just there, there said are that. there are a lot of plot points in Star Trek where it's about maybe the technology failing mm-hmm. them, where they have discovered like this new cloning technology, and they yep. have to right. deal with like the ethical issues. And some some of it boils down to just space racism because yep. it's much easier to convince people space racism is bad than real racism is yep. bad because. Can you explain space racism to me? You have a type of alien race that is functionally, they're intelligent like people, and they're just The Ferengi. Everyone craps on the Ferengi. And they're just treated worse. They're treated worse. But don't you see that in Star Wars as well? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, I mean, thinking about, like, um, the Han Solo movie, which I know people are like, oh, Oh, God, I can't watch it. But, like, I didn't, but they they have, like, the whole, like, droid, like, revolts right there on Kessel, right? right? I mean, like, droids are looked at as inferior, even though they have that artificial intelligence, which kind of makes them... Yeah, I think I agree. Um, And so there are, um, like, the other different, like, races out there. Like, the Empire was inherently racist. They didn't want any of the other alien species to be part of their army. So they only had humans in their army and as their their officers. So a lot of these things you're talking about, like ships breaking down on Star Trek, well, the Millennium Falcon is always breaking down. I think one of the mistakes we're making is trying to, like, unilaterally say it's one or the other when, like, different aspects of the franchise, like, you take one movie that's like, okay, this is fantasy. Yeah, it's not black and white. One goes to actually leaning into, like, more good sci-fi type stuff and is about the sci-fi versus just people with swords and space magic. It's magic, but we put the word space in front of it. But a giant space station that your rebellion has to destroy is very tech-oriented, right? Mm -hmm. A giant station that your rebellion has to destroy. You just remove the word space and then... In Star Wars, you either remove the word space or star, or light, or star, and it just. Becomes. I mean, that's a. That's but I a guess lot of I think I think you can make rating. that exact same argument with almost like go do it Star Trek. It works perfectly. It's a Trek, not a Star Trek, just a regular Trek. Trek <laughs> yeah. It's like Lord of the Rings. They're just running now. <laughs> there, there's a movie out there. I forget what it is, but um, uh, I I want to say the Dam Breakers. Um, it's this like classic 1950s World War II movie where they pretty much copied like shot by shot the trench run. Um, but instead of you know spaceships, it's like the B fifty two bombers blowing up dams, and it's an amazing. I think you could probably YouTube it. It is like almost like spit for spit the same exact thing. Um, oh, Thomas is pulling out the bucket. Oh, the bucket of the bucket. The bucket I of guess bad it must ideas. be time to move on. What bad idea did you pull this week, Thomas? Cam talks on one division. Hell yeah! <laughs> Wait, that already happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, 
I can get a structured argument down. Oh, <laughs> so no. Note taking time this weekend. <laughs> Wait, what is what is the topic? Cam talks on one. <laughs> we can pull another one. Why do you hate WandaVision oh, okay. so much? I just yeah. don't like. No, I think, I think do we I. should do WandaVision. Like, I think it's a great show, and if if Cam doesn't like it, then I think some Cam, parts of the show are great. Your job is to get somebody who. With you, who can like help defend you and, and say like? Wait, wait! I want to I want to battle you, and the only way I'm going to battle you is by pointing out that the things you like do the same thing. So, what do you like about the MCU? All right, it's not you the MCU. Gotta say that for anyway, clearly, Star Trek is fantasy. That's another episode. This, this was Fireside Chat. I thought we were talking about Star Wars. <laughs> My name is Thomas. My name is Cam. My name is Madden. My name is Miss Mitchell. I'm Mr. Dixon, and I am Dal Byron. And we will be back for a very heated episode next week. Oh, joy. (laughs) 